because when coach says something, those athletes, you know, they take it and they, and they run with it. And so you can imagine what could happen if you capture the heart of a coach and you capture the heart of a coach and then he begins to now coach from a transformational purpose rather than just a transactional X's and O's, wins and losses. But right. when he begins to coach from his transformational purpose, not only do you see a greater impact in, in the life of that coach and his family, but those kids also get to see a, a modeled example of Christ being demonstrated in day-to-day living. Billy Graham said a coach will impact more people in one year than the average person will in an entire lifetime. With the influence of a coach, FCA recognizes the most strategic way to reach more athletes is to first reach the coach. It all started 65 years ago with Don McLean, founded back in 1954 as a coach from Eastern Oklahoma A&M basketball. He resigned that position to take on the executive role and leadership of FCA. It's become a worldwide ministry, but we're excited that FCA is impacting lives right here in Memphis and has been for a number of years. We've got Rev Kev and Coach D in the house today. We're so glad to have both of you. Thanks for being here. Uh, Thanks for having us. We appreciate you. This is all part of our emphasis on Christian education during August each Tuesday. We've invited those who are really making a difference in the lives of our students, impacting in the name of Christ. We've got to have FCA here, right? Mm-hmm. Have it. First of all, Devitra Harrell. Devitra is Coach D. Yes. That's her affectionate name. You are the female ministry director with FCA. How long have you been in that title? I've been in this role since April 1st. It wasn't April Fool's joke when you started, right? It was really real. (laughs) It was real. I was joking about her with that the other day. (laughs) So what's the ride been like? Oh, it's been a phenomenal ride just to be walking in destiny, to do ministry, to be able to, you know, have sports, youth, and the Lord um, all in one thing. So it's just a culmination of everything that I've done. The perfect will job. For you, Rev Kev, your affectionate name, Kevin Nathaniel, is with us, too. He is the executive director of FCA Greater Memphis and West Tennessee Fellowship of Christian Athletes. When I was looking over some things about you, your stats, creator of the Champ Factor Moments model and also the Champ Factor personal development system. Yeah. So what's this all about? Yeah. So basically, uh, I have a background in psychology and and really, uh, you know, when as an athlete, when I'm out there performing, you know, oftentimes you hear coaches talk about you know a player has lost their composure or maybe they need to be playing with a little bit more heart. And so really started looking at the the mental side of things and started mixing that with the Word of God and seeing the similarities of, of really. You know, the, the greatest book on the mental game is really the Word of God. And so created this strategy called the Chant Factor, which was really a high-performance way of thinking that's going to help you with your personal development, leadership development, and spiritual development. Well, I know when it comes to spiritual development, you were basically baptized in the church. Your father is a great man of God he in our city. Tell me about Pastor Nate. Pastor Nate, daddy, as I call him, you know, uh, the Tabernacle of Praise Christian Church. You know, he's uh, we've been there for 14 years and, and just growing and, and really an, an established church over off of Hacks Cross Road. Uh, you know, if you're over in the area, make sure you come and visit us. Little little plug there for the Tabernacle of Praise Christian Church. Nice. But we're doing great things in the community and and, and great Bible teaching. You know, uh, put the dad part aside. I mean, just a great sound Bible teacher. So back in the late 90s, you started as point guard while attending the University of Minnesota. While there, you received recognition as an academic All-Big Ten selection. Kudos there. I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. 
So tell me about growing up years for you, Rip Kev. Obviously, you had a dad as a pastor, and we know about preacher's kids. You know, know about preacher's kids. But when did Jesus become real for you? You know, for me, uh, I I remember when I when I first accepted Christ, you know, I was eight years old. Um, It was at a vacation Bible school and and really, you know, just knew that even at that early age, just having just grown up in the church, you know, the importance of needing a savior in your life. But, you know, like most people who make that decision at that age, as you grow and mature and uh, you you get a little bit out into the world, you really uh, understand what it means to have a, a personal relationship with Christ. And so that continued to grow. And, you know, even getting into college when I played basketball, I wore the number 13 because of Philippians 413. You know, I just wanted to be a walking testimony for Christ and everything that I did. And, you know, it wasn't without its struggles, but, you know, God, he gives us grace, and we're so grateful for that. What was it like for a Southern boy to go to Minnesota, though? I mean, were the winters pretty crazy? <laughs> you know, they told me when they were recruiting me, they they said that, you know, when you play, it's going to be 70 degrees, you'll be in shorts and a tank top, and so that's what got me in. It's <laughs> so funny. You know, I, I met Manny Mahal, director of Samaritan's Feet, you know, uh-huh. the ministry. Yes, you know, yes. he's a Nigerian who, yes. who came to the U.S. on a basketball scholarship. I think he was offered a couple of different scholarships, Yeah, one or two in the South, but there was one in South Dakota, and he was thinking, what's South, so I'll go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was a lot of snow, Coach said, D. Got him. <laughs> do you know Manny? I don't. They do a great work with Samaritan's feet. They really do. But, okay, Coach D, in this new position, as you get your feet wet and meeting folks, what's your background, family, sports, and your salvation, too? Oh, I'm right here from Memphis, Tennessee. Went to Kirby High School. Um, like Rev Kev, I actually accepted Christ in vacation Bible school at the age of seven. And um, my family was very active in the church and everything, very active in the church, and so grew up in the church. And Christ has always been a really active part of my life and everything. And I had um, really good friends in high school that were also Christians and started in ministry when I was 20 years old. That call to ministry, what was it that you felt like, God wants me in a full-time ministry? Yes. At 20 years old, uh, right after my mother passed, uh, I really felt that God was calling me to do more than just be a pew member or a volunteer, but more so into full-time ministry. So I started as a student minister over at Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church okay. and became got my first um, youth pastorate role um, at 23 at Abundant Grace Fellowship. Were you a basketball player? Yes. I played at Kirby High School, University of Kentucky, and University of Memphis. Go Tigers. There you go. <laughs> so go a, Tigers. Got to be yeah. a Tiger fan. <laughs> what thrills you most so far about what you do? The opportunity to do generational ministry and to see students impacted. We just recently took four students to the leadership camp in Knoxville, and two of the young ladies made confessions of Christ, and one came home and her whole entire family joined church. Well, you use the word generational ministry. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, many times when I was a kid, um, you might have a friend in church, in school, that maybe their parents didn't go to church, but their grandparents did. But now you see kids, many kids that um, are two or three generations removed from church going or any experience in church whatsoever. And so being able to minister to the kids, we minister also to the family. It's really a full package work. One of the things when I was looking at some of the history of FCA, you want to reach the heart of the coach. The kids are important. I've always thought about FCA being a student-type ministry. I never thought about the ministry to coaches. You think about the coaches. The coaches are... Uh, around them, you know, uh, sometimes more often than, than their family, more often than their, than their parents. And, you know, it can, it can be argued that two of the most powerful words, uh, to athletes is coach says. Yeah. Because when coach says something, those athletes, you know, they take it and they, and they run with it. And so you can imagine what could happen if you capture the heart of a coach 
and you capture the heart of a coach, and then he begins to now coach from a transformational purpose rather than just a transactional X's and O's, wins and losses. But right. when he begins to coach from his transformational purpose, not only do you see a greater impact in, in the life of that coach and his family, but those kids also get to see a, a modeled example of Christ being demonstrated in day-to-day living. Wow, that's a good word there, Rev. Kev. Coach Steele, let's talk about the girls, primary your ministry with FCA Memphis. The girls you work with, where are they coming from in life, typically? Tell me about their life. What's going on with them? Well, I'm focusing a great deal on the inner city. And so we know that there are a lot of challenges in the city, um, low income, uh, you know, difficulty, even school and, diff- you know, just just limit, limitate, limited resources. And so we're trying to minister. I'm trying to focus more so on the kids that don't have. Yeah. What are some of the challenges in connecting, engaging with these girls? Is there some hurdles, you know, we're talking about sports that you have to kind of jump over as you pursue relationships with them and try to meet them at their need? Well, being seen, being heard, and being known, you have to get them to know who you are and be consistent because they're used to being disappointed and maybe adults not always saying they're going to do what they say they're going to do and everything. Mm -hmm. So being there and being present is the one thing that I have to do with them, be consistent. You know, that's our strategy. Be seen, be known, be heard in that order. You know, we have to earn the right to be heard. And, you know, the the beautiful thing about FCA with sports as ministry is that sports bridges the gap and it allows us to build instant rapport um, with these young ladies and with these young men as well. So I guess as you do that, as you work on that principle, then the kids are going to be receptive for the most part. Is that right? They've been very receptive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can you share a story or two? And Coach Reb Kep can jump in, too, where you've seen FCA impacting the lives of the girls in our city. One or two stories of a specific girl. Sure. Um, We have Samantha, I think of, that she's over at Central, and she is a student huddle leader over at Central High School. And they meet every week, and she actually leads that huddle. And so I It's a student leading the huddle. It's a student leading the huddle. That's one thing with FCA. We try to empower them with leadership. And so we want the huddles to be student-led and student-initiated. So we come alongside to support with them. And like I said, Samantha over at uh, Central High School is doing a great work. She's just one example of of the power of what's happening with FCA. So you mentioned the student huddle leader, but you also use volunteers too, right? Oh, absolutely. We're a very volunteer intensive uh, driven ministry. You know, uh, you know, our, our vision is to see every coach and every athlete, you know, transformed by Jesus Christ, you know? And so in order to do that, you know, we have to have volunteers to be able to step up and see this as an opportunity to get involved, to be able to step up in that mentorship and that discipleship uh, role. Do you have to be invited onto campus by the coach or the principal, or how do you even start your work on a school? I know you've been in Memphis a long time now, so a lot of these relationships have been ongoing for years. But typically, is it the request of a principal or a coach that you get to be on campus? It can be both at times. You know, we, we go on campus and we say, hey, here's some things that we would like to be able to do that we believe that can help your athletes. And so we go back to some of the principals, like from the champ factor and help them with uh, personal development and, and leadership development. Uh, we have events that we are doing that we call uh, game ready events. And that is an acronym for getting athletes mentally and emotionally ready for sports and for life. And so all the principles that we teach, of course, are based on those biblical principles. And so that allows us then as the students learn more and more and they ask questions, allows us to impact and open the door to to lead them to the word of God. FCA only engaged those students involved with sports. What about those on campus who aren't in sports? Is it for anybody or just sports-related students? Great question. Great question. And so we have events, you know, where for students that are actually engaged on campus, 
um, with sports teams. Uh, we have volunteers that we call character coaches that walk alongside those coaches and athletes modeling the love of Jesus Christ. Uh, for those uh, students who aren't involved in organized sports, but they love sports, they love being active. We know we have those events like Game Readies. We'll, we'll come together and we'll compete and we'll sometimes do it school against school. Sometimes we'll mix them up and compete where we can still uh, reach those students as well. And for the on-campus huddles, Yes, it's open to anyone. I mean, obviously, yeah. we're going to have a sports event. We're going to we're going to compete unapologetically. But yeah, it's open to anyone who wants to get involved and understand that sports is a way uh, to be able to bring others to Christ. Well, I think you've already mentioned it's not just during the school year that FCA is engaging students. Mm-hmm. I mean, summer is really big. You mentioned Coach Steve, that you took some students to a camp. Yes, we had a leadership camp in Knoxville over the summer, and we were able to take four students to leadership camp, and it was amazing, amazing opportunity. And tell me some of the things you did there at the camp. Well, they did different leadership trainings and workshops, and then they had, of course, sports competitions. I did the bas- help with the basketball clinic. But one of the culminating events of that camp mm-hmm. was a cross ceremony, whereas they asked students to write down what they did not want to take until tomorrow. And so we had a seven-foot cross for the boys, a seven foot cross for the girls they came out and they nailed it to the cross and then we had prayer with them wow. i mean it was a powerful was experience powerful. you're just telling me i can yeah, see it, how it that was, was a powerful yeah okay now as other activities i know you just have been working like arlington sports camp the bellevue student ministry so you're connecting with churches too as you engage these students in their schools right yes indeed we're partnering with different churches we want even more churches to be a part of our co-op absolutely to uh partner with us to you know for people resources for discipling right. partners so if a kid makes a decision for christ we want to connect them with the local body okay tell me about this arlington sports camp you do camps like this throughout the city or oh yeah so jeremy wilbur who's also on staff he's our shelby county area director uh member at bellevue has connected there with them and so this was a sports camp that was for uh, for younger kids, you know, it was, a, it was day camps, you know, you come back on multiple days, uh, very engaging, a chance for them, like I said, to, to a time as, like we say, inspiration and perspiration, you know, time to, <laughs> to sweat a little bit, but then also to, to hear the word of God and unpack it and see how it just applies to, to everyday life and our local camps, you know, in addition to that. You know, we have our, our FCA uh, football camps, team football camps that we just completed uh, last weekend, which is a very powerful opportunity. We had over 600 uh, student athletes, 600, 600. student athletes oh that were involved in, in, the, in these camps between these schools. I think that's a very important thing to, to talk about. When you have these type of camps, you're bringing students from Central, Kingsbury, Kirby, I mean, those students who are participating in the football on their campuses, they're all blended in one camp. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. It's like, for example, one of our, our signature camps that we do is what we call City Camp, um, uh, FCA City Camp, where exactly what we want to do. We want to bring kids together from maybe the Whitehaven area, along with kids from the Arlington area and, and Binghampton and Collierville, and get them to come together. And now they're intermingling with each other, and they yeah. realize, you know what? Some of the same challenges that we have over here are, are some of the same challenges that you have over there. And, That's and it's an right. opportunity to interact with some that you never would interact with before. And I'll say this, the beauty of, of the city camp is that it's local. Right. And so with it being local is after the camp, you know, sometimes with the summer camp experiences, if it's out of town, people disperse back to the areas. But with it being local, those kids are able to still stay in constant contact even after the camp, and it just builds some powerful relationships, and they look better. They look forward to the next interaction. You know, I love this because I was thinking, these students who are mingling and engaging and learning skills on the field and hearing about Christ as one body there through the FCA camps, 
Sometime throughout the year, they're probably going to be meeting each Absolutely. other on the field. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And we see powerful exchanges when that happens. You know, uh, uh, oftentimes what we'll, what we'll see is, you know, it'll be student-led and student-initiated, you know, before a game or after the game. You'll see, you know, some of the students and coaches get together for a word of prayer and whatnot. That's just initiated by them. And that's just such a, a powerful image of what of what the body of Christ should look like and should be like. You know, you see more and more athletes when they have a great win. Some of the first words out of their mouth, I just want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And a lot of that was planted in school through ministries like FCA. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing I wanted to add about camp, they even had classes within the camps with like anger management and financial planning. So we even included, incorporated some of those kind of important subjects in the camp. Wow, what a great word, Coach D, something very important. Well, also I want to talk about the big picture for FCA, what God is doing, amazing things every day through thousands of people on teams and schools, communities, as I mentioned at the beginning, worldwide. Worldwide, yes. I mean, we've got... 88,317 camp attendees. I guess this is 2019, I'm assuming. Uh, Over 14,000 certified huddles, coaches, campus, team, and international all together in 84 countries. Yes. I mean, I did not realize this is a big operation. No, like you said, it's worldwide. It's it's a global ministry. and, And to be able to see that impact. And, you know, with Tennessee, you know, one of those... Um, interesting connections is uh, Sarah Nambawe. She actually went to college, uh, Middle Tennessee. She, was, she went to college. I was actually the camp director at a college weekend where she gave her life to Christ at that college weekend. Fast forward now, Sarah is actually on staff through FCA in Uganda, back where she's from, impacting thousands and thousands and thousands. Oh, and wow. so you see the influence and the power of athletes who are, are sometimes just natural leaders. When When Christ gets a hold of their heart, you know, the impact and the things that they're able to do, it oh, just wow. reaches beyond yeah, yeah. beyond boundaries That's and so, countries. <laughs> and countries, too, yeah. And a time where we need that, you know, how Absolutely. sports is uniting hearts. That is so awesome. Absolutely. Uh, programs, I mean, what are you looking at at the fall? As we schools kicking off, and we know that these uh, football teams are already on the field in this hot weather we have right now, <laughs> what can our listeners do to engage what you're doing with these students? Oh, thanks for asking. And so we have multiple ways for individuals to get involved. We mentioned it before, uh, a character coach, you know, that commitment might look like maybe two to three hours a week where you come alongside a team and you serve, um, so to speak, as a chaplain for that team, you know, being seen, being being known, being heard. We also have opportunities for groups, individuals, churches to come together to maybe just plant seeds. Maybe they'll plant, they'll make some goodie bags for a volleyball team that's going on an away trip and they'll pray for them before they get on a bus. You know, opportunities like that. And then I mentioned our, our, our one day, uh, game ready events that we do. Our next one is scheduled for, uh, September 14th at Lindenwood. And so it's an opportunity for individuals who, uh, might have an, a free hour or might have four free hours to come out and get involved and, Help us run with competitions and help get involved with small groups. Now, as when well. is that going to take place? September fourteenth. September fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Listeners, just contact you at FCA. Or? Yes, if they would, they could reach out and contact us. They can visit our website at memphisfca.org, but uh, they could also give us a call at nine zero one six eight three 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 nine three three nine 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 zero one six eight three thirty three ninety nine. That's right. And also that website, of course, fcamemphis.org. 
What about you, Coach D? What are you planning as you move into the fall with these girl students? Well, I want to basically start in, get more student huddles going on. So I'm doing some recruiting from some of the churches to get some character coaches to help me out in the schools. So the school huddles, and then we we're looking to start having some school break basketball camps. Okay, so volunteers and help for that? Yes, we okay. absolutely need volunteers, people who have played basketball, um, people who want to come out and help us in the schools in terms of with the huddles. I mean, like um, Rev Kev said, the um, the character coaches. So that's the thing we're trying to do to launch the women's, the girls' huddles. Yeah, so really foundationally, what you guys are all about is making disciples yes. for Jesus. Is that that's, right? That's what it's all about. You know, you think of Second Timothy 2 and 2, you know, that we want individuals who have been obviously transformed by the love of Jesus Christ to be able to share with others that same love. But then as we say, engage, equip and empower now those student athletes to go out and engage, equip and empower others to be able to see it continue on and on. And we know the word won't return void, but she'll accomplish that for what you're sent to do. (laughs) Preach, preach. (laughs) Okay, Rev Kev, you and your title as executive director, what thrills you about the work you're doing? Oh, well, I mean, it's just humbling, first of all, to be able to be in this uh, position for this season of life. But what thrills me is to be able to see, as we as we say, coaches who get it, athletes who get it, volunteers who get it and realize that, you know, it's not about sports. Sports is kind of just the vehicle that kind of brings us all together to get to the central core issue, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so even for our volunteers, even if you've never played sports before, just to come out and be a cheerleader for these kids to be able to show love. I mean, that's what it's really about. It's just modeling the love of Christ. And and that excites me when you see um, uh, an older man with a younger man and his arm wrapped around him or or an older woman with a younger woman with their arms wrapped together yeah. in prayer. It's it's great. We started something at our church many years ago, adopting Overton High School in a variety of ways, you know, tutoring and other ways we connect with the students over there. But one of the big highlights of the year is called Blue Out, what we call Blue Out. Absolutely. And we go over there to uh, Halley Stadium and we get all of our members to wear blue shirts and we go out and we buy these little banners and little buzzards and horns and whatever, you know, noisemakers and right. beads. And we buy boxes of those and bring them out and give them to all the families that come out, you know, get in the stands and cheer on the team. One of our members is the stadium announcer. He gets up there and calls the games, mm-hmm. you know, but to mingle with the parents and interact Absolutely. in a time like that, you know, I know other churches are doing this, but it's been really a blessing. It's something that we look forward to each year is yeah. going to that big game and cheering on Overton High School. Yeah, no, it, it's great. I mean, when you see that, what the kids really realize is, you know, you go to some games and and you look up in the stands and there might be five people in the stands. Yeah. I mean, so, so to see people that aren't family that are coming and, and watching, you know, some of the kids, it piques their curiosity as to why. Yeah. And that opens the door to have these gospel conversations that can lead to just such powerful transformational moments. Transformational moments is really what it's all about. That's what it's about. Oh, wow. This is great. So besides you two, tell me about your office team. You've got some more support, I'm assuming. No, absolutely. So uh, Jeremy Wilbur, he is on staff with us, as I said, as a Shelby County uh, area director. Uh, We have Brian O'Brien, who's in our our Fayette and Tipton County area that's working as well. And we currently are, are about to post some positions for what we're calling campus ambassadors. And so these are individuals that, hey, they may be out working a, a full-time job, but 
Uh, they have 15 hours available to devote to FCA to be able to go on campus as a camp- FCA campus ambassador for us as well. Okay. And the relationship, you know, you've got your national FCA and your local chapters. How does it work? What the national does, you work along with them when it comes to planning new programs? No, so things definitely do roll down uh, uh, from the, our national office in, in Kansas City. Uh, but the beauty of it is it's all centered around the gospel. And so the beauty is we do have some autonomy to create uh, some programs as long as it leads to engaging, equipping, and empowering coaches and athletes, such as our Game Ready, which is 100% a local initiative, uh, a vision that we came up with for the, the greater Memphis area, as well as the city camps that we mentioned. That's a local initiative as well. Something, I don't know if they still do this. I remember I've heard in the past either churches or families will provide a meal maybe even bring out a smoker and cook food for the team. If they have a game, sometimes they have a practice or it's kind of close to the game. They haven't had time to get a meal. You can go out and maybe provide meals. And st- Is that still something open? It is. You know, sometimes, oftentimes you have uh, after school, some of these players, if they leave and go home, by the time you know they go home and come back, some haven't even had a meal. And so it's an wow. opportunity for uh, individuals to come and, and provide that uh, those meals for those kids. And along with that, um, a little physical food. We're also able to share with them some spiritual food as well. Oh, I love that. Okay, September 14th, Coach D, give me the details again about September 14th. September 14th is our game ready. It's going to be at Lindenwood Christian Church at 2400 Union Avenue, and we're going to have the game ready. We're going to have different schools come in and compete. It's going to be a just a big old field day Okay. of competition. Just come out from what time now? It's going to be from, um, we said, 9 to 2 o'clock. So anytime in there, you could come out and watch some of the competition and cheer on the teams. Absolutely. Come out, watch, get engaged. If you contact us beforehand and say, hey, I want to get deeper involved as far as running one of the competitions or even leading out some of the small breakout sessions, we would love to have you. Okay, that number again to call, friend, is 901 683 3399 901-683-3399. Or you can go to the website, Memphis fca.org cheer on these teams cheer on fca memphis doing a great job hey coach before we say goodbye also if you are a business owner and you want to connect and help support financially the work of fca there's opportunities right yes there are absolute opportunities as a matter of fact we've created what we call our season ticket legacy builder package if you think about season tickets and sports you know oftentimes we may you may get asked to sponsor just one event But what we do with FCA is we put together a package where you're able to sponsor every single event that we have throughout the year. So not only um, do you get impact and recognition for uh, one event, you get recognition all throughout the year, plus opportunities for for you, your employees, your staff to be able to come out and get engaged as well. That's our season ticket legacy builder package. Coach D, Rev Kev, thank you both for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom through FCA Memphis. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you for having having us. us. We appreciate you. Don't forget, friend, one more time now, that number 901-683-3399 or go to memphisfca.org. That's all the time we have on Christian Education in the Mid-South. Each Tuesday during August, we've invited those making a difference in the lives of students, impacting in the name of Christ. We're going to provide insight into current educational issues to help parents as they train up their child in the Lord. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.